know my city is the greatest But shit been really different since you left So much to do about who is with who now Walk past your new house, I need a new route Hello everyone, welcome to New Music Muse I want to welcome my guest Haji Gaviota So good to have you Let's start off with just a little background Like where you're from, how old you are, how you got into music I'm from Queens, New York uh, Astoria to be exact. Um, I'm 25. I got into music. Uh, I don't know. I've been playing music since I was a kid. Like I was a piano player. I started making music a little more seriously when I was in college. And then once I graduated, I, that was like really when I like kind of committed to it. And, um, that's when I started singing and trying to push it out as like an artist. Um, so it's been like, you know, two, three years. I really fucked with your sound. Like, I think it's really like unique and it's something that the indie scene like really needs right now and i noticed your songs are getting a lot of hype on spotify playlist yeah man it's a process i've been doing that shit for a couple years so you know you just kind of like learn a little more about how that kind of stuff works how to really like optimize all that uh which is fun but i try to make sure it never affects the process you know uh just make like you know whatever i really feel like making and figure out how to play the game later you know rather than the other way around that's true. Like, you really got to find your sound before mm-hmm. you start trying to push your music out there. How would you describe your style of music? Like, the analogy I use is, like, I feel like, because I grew up with an iPod, like, I'm more willing to jump from one thing to another. Because I grew up, like, just kind of clicking on shit and, like, being able to go from, like, Kanye to, like, you know, like, old, like, punk rock and stuff like that when I was a kid. Like, you don't really, like feel is tied to that kind of stuff and you like see how you can connect things like that so I think that my stuff is kind of genreless when I come at it from that angle I think a lot of different artists like having your taste just be boundless and listening to everything really develops your style and yeah I think like your music I get hints of hip-hop I get hints of like Mac DeMarco style yeah like I really fuck with your song Hot Air (laughs) thank you yo Can you like tell me a little about like that album that you put out and the inspiration behind the song Hot Air? Sure. Um, so Purgatory was like a collection of songs that I had made like basically once I like really committed to doing the music stuff. And that was like around like late 2019. Um, I was actually a high school teacher for like two years out of college and I was making music like seriously on the side. But like I, you know, still had to be like in the high school classroom every day with a lesson every day, like ready for the kids and stuff. And so after I had my song Harajuku doing pretty well and like I had people start hitting me up and like shit kind of felt real. I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to take the leap. And so the oldest one on the album is 4049 Spruce, um, which I actually made in like August, 2019. And that was the same day that I made Hitting Different and that I made 46 and Bliss. It was like a really productive day with me and my, my homie Mike, who produces most of my music. Runner's High, Catch These Hands, Telescope were all like the next three that I made. Um, and that was all like late 2019. Uh, and I was working with these dudes, Chetta and Pat at the studio called Shifted in Brooklyn. And so I had just started like kind of branching out and like working with new producers and stuff and like kind of experimenting with like how I record and how I like write songs and, and working with different people. And then I made 1-800-Purgatory like a week before quarantine um, with this guy, Dan Edenberg. And that was the first time I had met him which was cool because like we had never met before and just kind of made one song and then the world shut down and then I never saw him again. 
but we had that one song oh, to show wow. for it. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah. uh, the last two songs on the album, um, not in order, but like the last two songs that were made were Guido and Hot Air. Hot Air was last, I think. Um, and those are ones that I started producing myself in the quarantine and then worked with this dude, Jack LeBose, um, who's another producer that I just started working with. And we finished them over Zoom together. Um, and so Hot Air was actually the last one that I made. I think I made it in like June, 2020. I was messing around, like learning different guitar chords. And I was like, okay, this is cool. I played like a diminished chord there. And I was like, this is sick. Like, cause I, I've never really been much of a guitar player. So I was just kind of trying to learn it. Um, and then I threw the drums on it. I started messing with the auto tune on the chorus. And then I put the rappers on it. Um, and it's actually kind of like a mishmash of a bunch of different things. Like that outro was like a song I had written a long time ago. And I had kind of like taken it and I still like the idea, but I never finished it. So I was like, I'm gonna try it there. That one was kind of like, it was fun because I feel like it's a really quick like tour through like a bunch of different things that I like. Cause like I, I rap, like I, I did the production a little bit. Um, I do like the auto tune, like falsetto singing stuff. I do like more of like my like normal delivery. Um, and I kind of like jam it all into like two minutes and I'm like, all right, it's gonna have to work, you know? So uh, I really appreciate that you like that song. Cause I feel like that's one of the more like kind of out there yeah i thought it was super like experimental and just like yeah. <laughs> super, but the chorus was like super catchy and i just love how you got the auto tune like really well yeah um, thank you <laughs> and the rap like the rap just comes in and you're like okay like i'm moving yeah. to this like it was yeah. it was fire i feel like it really deserves a lot more attention for um, sure yeah it was cool it was like um since it was the last one i put out like i i was just learning how like the playlist game works and it got picked up by some like random like Russian uh, influencer on her like Apple Music playlist, which was cool. So it got oh, all these plays on Apple Music, yeah. And then it ended up on like New Music Friday, Iceland or something like that. It was just like, yeah, it just kind of like found its pockets in like really weird particular places. Yeah. I love your lyric in it. It was like, miss a Jordan drop at 10 a.m. I'll be yeah. to Cali with a <laughs> pair of Cortez. Like, yeah, I was wearing a pair of Cortez like that whole summer. So I was like, I mean, fuck it. I'll just get them super dirty and shit. Yeah, it just felt like super, <laughs> I don't know, like relatable to like someone who's, you know, trying to break into the music scene. Touching upon that, what lyric do you find the most relatable that you've written to your own life? Ooh. That's a good question. I know that one kind of hits people out of nowhere because yeah. it's like, you've written so much probably. I forgot who said something. Said, I think it was Isaiah Rashad said something really similar in an interview where he's like, I don't really know what I'm talking about until I finish the song. And then I'm like, oh, that's what I was talking about. You know? So like, I feel like that's a lot. Like I, I relate to that a lot. Like I just kind of say things that sound that I think sound cool. And then like maybe the, the third, fourth, fifth time I'm listening back, I'm like, oh, I see kind of like what I was trying to say. And then it all just kind of makes more sense. I feel like I have some stuff that's like going to come out soon that I'm excited about that I kind of feel that way about. So I don't know if I want to spoil so it. So <laughs> what are you working on? Yeah, I feel you. Well, like, I, you have, don't wanna I haven't, I have an EP coming teaser, but... this summer. I have an EP Any coming this summer. Oh, dope. It's How many tracks are going to be on five, five tracks. Oh, nice. um, Heterochromia is on there. And then there's a song coming out July, really early in July. It'll be like the second single. And then there's three more songs. The one that the first track on the EP is the one that I'm thinking of. And I've kind of been like sitting on it for a while and like kind of waiting. So I'm okay, excited cool. for that one. Yeah. Can't wait to listen. What are some artists that you feel like inspire your style and who would you want to collab with in the future? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I think I'm a pretty collaborative guy. Like I really like working with a bunch of different artists from like different styles and stuff. Um, I love Isaiah Rashad. That's, Definitely somebody I would like put on that box. Uh, Frank Ocean, obviously huge 
uh, influence. The GOAT. <laughs> yeah, he's really the GOAT, honestly. I don't really think there's any discussion. Yeah, like, I feel like artists like that kind of have, like, a very particular, like, kind of narrative style when they write. Like, you kind of know, like, that's why, like, Frank hit me so hard when I was, like, a teenager. Because I was like, damn, like, he's, like, using the kind of sounds that I like and, like, referencing, you know, like, video games and, like, R&B music and shit that I really like. But he's, like, kind of talking about different shit and, like, doing it in a very, like, cool narrative way. And that's, like, what made me want to write songs. Um, so I think he's probably my biggest inspiration in that regard. In terms of, like, working with artists, I really like this one artist, Underscores. Um, yeah, I think I've heard of them. Yeah, Underscores is dope as shit. Their album is, like, my favorite this year um so that's somebody that comes to mind um yeah like mcgee i don't know if it's like mk dot g-e-e like huge inspiration d john also um i really just fuck with people who are kind of like in their own sound yeek i don't know if you fuck with yeek. oh yeah i really fuck yeah, with yeek's yeek. a big yeah big, yeah big inspiration for me too because these are all artists who are like i feel like they're not um they're like in a position where they could be like yo i see what's gonna like get on a playlist and like pop and like they're like fuck it, I'm just going to make what I want. And then when they do make what they want, it still works because it's fire, you know? So yeah. like, I feel like that's, like, really the blueprint um, is to, like, never get too caught up in, like, what you think is going to work and just kind of do, you know, what inspires you and kind of be yourself and, like, realize, that, like, that's what brought people to your music in the first place, so. People like Frank Ocean and SZA, like, when I'm listening to their music, I feel like I'm reading a diary almost. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Super personal. What song is your favorite that you put out so far? I would probably say uh, Runner's High. I really like that song. It was it was a fun one to write. Uh, with my guy Chetta, who's, who's the homie. So, like, that was the first one we made that ever came out. So, like, it was definitely, like, uh, a cool experience for me. I think Runner's High was the first song that I discovered, and I put it nice. on my playlist, Indie Heartbreak, on Spotify, if you want to check go. it out. Shout out to yeah. Indie Heartbreak. There's this older one called Ball and Chain. Phillips, you like switching in my room. Say I'm gonna cry, and I never do. like one of the only ones that i ever like entirely produced myself besides like a little guitar that my friend mike played um mm -hmm. so that one always means a lot to me just because of that uh it was one of the first times like i started off like really just rapping and that was one of the first times i ever made a song where like i didn't like force like a rap verse onto it like i was like fuck it this is just what it is um and so that was like a big moment for me too uh as an artist so be one of my favorites and harajuku of course because like it kind of changed my life a little bit so i have to always show love <laughs> What was the moment that you realized that music was something you were fully passionate about and wanted to put your all into? When I was in college, like, I didn't study music. I didn't, wasn't really even taking it seriously. I would, like, come home for break and, like, make music with my friends and then, like, go back. Like, I was just kind of, like, kind of, like, dissatisfied. I didn't really know what I was doing with my life. And I joined this club um, called Jazz and Grooves at my school. And basically, we got, like, student money to like book shows and we didn't have to book like the big show. So they were just kind of like book like cool artists that you like. And um, so this is like 2016, 17. And we booked like Kevin Abstract from Brockhampton. We booked Daniel Caesar. We booked Yeek. We booked like 
a bunch of artists that I like really liked. And so I got some like, this is right around the same time that I was starting to be like, yo, I really do like making music and it really is a cool experience. I want to get better at it. Um, and I was watching these artists kind of like at that moment in their career, like figure it out, go on tour for the first time. Like it was Daniel Caesar's like second show in America. It was like Kevin's like, you know, hadn't gone on tour like as at least definitely not like, you know, like the broadcast stuff that happens now. Like it was. Yeah, that's smaller. crazy. Like yeah, they're so huge like, now. Yeah. And I was really watching these guys like at that like super early stage. And I was like, this feels real. Like, this is cool. Like I could do this, you know, and just kind of getting to like see stuff hands on made everything feel real. So that's kind of like the turning point for me. That's kind of like how I see this whole podcast that I put together and like my TikToks and my um just my Instagram page. Like I really just see the future of some artists. And like when I heard your music, I was like, this guy's gonna blow up. Like hell yeah, man. It was great meeting you. Great meeting you um, too, man. Thanks to everyone who watched and listened. Go follow my Instagram, New Music News. Go follow Haji on his Instagram. And um yeah, deuces. Peace.